0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 114 of Stand Under the Don't Tree and Riddle Me This, a podcast about video games. My name is Cole Ross and I am your host and I am joined via Skype today by... Dennis Furia. Thank you so much, Dennis. Uh, Ben is out being a productive member of society as we so often joke. Uh, but uh fortunately he told me that he's going to be uh practically done with school after all of this uh you know after this week or so so we can expect him back here real soon but uh in the meantime we miss him we do we we miss him dearly he's uh, he 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 adds a a very a very much needed le- uh element of chill to the show i'm i'm relatively high strong and and dennis you're passionate and he's he's there he's uh he's he's our uh, um he's our balance, our zen our he's rock
1: our- Yes, absolutely. There. So we'll, we'll get we'll get him back soon. We just we'll, have
0: to to hunt him down. And- we'll, we'll get him back, and I was hoping he'd be here this week because uh, we have some interesting quick hits uh, that would have pertained to him. Modern Warfare Three. Uh, we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about Sony's welcome back program and the April NPD numbers. And then after that, we're going to talk. We're going to talk very briefly about what we've been playing. I don't have much, but the one I do have is half an hour of today's biggest game, which is pretty neat. Woo-hoo. Yeah, and uh, do you have a do you have a l- brief little preview you want to give, uh, Dennis?
1: Yeah, I have
0: finally gotten around to Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. Ooh, that'll be so good. We'll talk about stabbing people for <laughs> for a good while. <laughs> cool. Then uh, we're going to round everything out with a discussion of uh, bad games that we liked anyway, or I suppose a more charitable way to put that is games that reviewed badly that we uh, that we liked uh, because most reviewers don't know what they're talking about. So, yeah, I like I like the slant of good games that no one else got. That's true. Yeah, it's, it's, it's complicated. And, you know, it goes back to how much stock do you put into reviews. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. Well, it's not here. It is there in the discussion section, which we'll get to, <laughs> you know, after this long trek that starts with this first step, which is a brief little music break. things happen in the world and we like to talk about them quickly here on dtr in a section we call the quick hits where we make some noises Pop, pop, pop. Ooh, sh- is that like an assault carrier pigeon it's an assault pigeon yeah there we go that's good <laughs> you've got a good ear modern warfare 3 um by definition is too big of a game to stay quiet for very long Although we knew it was definitely a thing, and a thing I have written down in capital letters, um, (laughs) that was happening. Uh, Employees leaving Activision were quick to leak the details. And Kotaku um, reported on them with shocking quickness. Now, uh, you know, I I hesitate to talk too much specifics because I'm kind of going to make a fool of myself. But, uh, you you know, it's going to take place all over the world. Uh, It's going to take place immediately after Modern Warfare 2, uh, with the U.S. still trying to prevent a full-scale Russian invasion. Uh, The game's missions, set pieces, and multiplayer maps, according to the uh, fleeing employees, uh, will take place in multiple major cities across the globe. Also, the game will have a horde-like cooperative multiplayer mode called Survival. So think um, Firefight from Halo, Horde from Gears of War. Uh, left for dead in general. Just uh, you working with people yeah. to, uh, to 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 cooperate cooperatively fight against AI. They should
1: move. they should just start calling this "me too" mode because everyone's <laughs> got to have it now.
0: Yeah, well, it's a, it's a neat mode. It's it's a, it's a nice uh, it's a nice thing. I'm I'm yeah. I'm always for cooperative multiplayer. That's a uh, I, I don't I don't like competing because I can't. I'm not very good. Yeah. Any <laughs> any word yet on a on a zombie mode for Modern Warfare Three? I'm sure you, you know it's it's so popular that it's it's going to be a thing that happens. I think sweet yeah <laughs> now shortly after the leak activision uh, responded by releasing several little teaser videos uh, they were you know themed by different regions one was like germany one was london etc kind mm-hmm. of uh, kind of reaffirming the globe trotting nature of this game um, now they were appropriately vague you know teaser like they, you know, they they responded the best that they could. Uh, now we can expect to hear more details at E3 here in a couple of weeks. But uh, Activision's kind of official response was to say, you know, don't trust this stuff until you hear it from the developer. Some of that might be outdated information. Still, plenty to be excited about. But you know, uh, wait until we give you the actual scoop, which is their way of saying, yeah, most of that was probably right. And they kind yeah. of under a little bit.
1: <laughs> they had they had trailers ready to go for this. Let's yeah. not make any bones about it. I think. Uh, news leaks are almost—you um, know—you you put those in your marketing plan as you go forward <laughs> nowadays. You would know, yeah. Especially this is the evil, evil inside knowledge. Especially with a game as big as like Modern Warfare Three. Yeah, you gotta you gotta have the excitement of a leak that gets people to click on it because there's an allure to, to seeing something that you're not supposed to see yet,
0: right? There, there's an allure to it, and there's 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 an actually really funny um, lack of skepticism about it. Like mm-hmm. you know, nobody that I saw you know reacting to this when it did come out said, "Oh God, that's bull, that's bull crap." <laughs> yeah
1: yeah right <laughs> that's right i mean it's yeah. it's it's like saying you know if i if i asked you hey you want to see some of these pictures you'd be like no i don't care get your wallet out of my face you know <laughs> if i'm trying to show it to you but if you're like dude there are these pictures that we're not supposed to see they were taken in a back alley somewhere you're, yeah. you're
0: gonna be curious you know you know what i think you're right i think that this might have been an inside job because i was at uh undisclosed video game retail establishment and uh there were already posters up like really well-designed posters me? and they're taking pre-orders so um <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah so conspiracy theory busted which is appropriate given huh. the uh, given the uh, uh, the subject matter i don't know i mean it's 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 more of an itch- interesting cultural note for me you have you know you have more skin in the game with modern warfare um and definitely you know ben has all of his skin in the game every last yeah. inch of his skin <laughs> in the uh in that particular game so my 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 thoughts on it are probably not as valid are you excited would be my question
1: I I feel like I haven't rung the other Modern Warfare games dry yet. Okay. So you know I, I can take it or leave it, and it's I, I expect it to come out now on on like a, a yearly basis, some form of Modern Warfare
0: because it is a cash cow. Some some form of Call of Duty. Let's let's keep the branding straight.
1: For sure, but I,
0: um, oh, what I say? Oh, you said some form of Modern Warfare will come out every year.
1: Ah, uh, yes. So don't don't forget the COD. <laughs> Codlops, um, but so you know, I, I expect it. But it's almost like, at this point, it's a, it's a, it's a way to impose a sixty dollars annual fee, just like you would have for playing, you know, World of Warcraft or something like that.
0: Yeah, and there's that there's a definite peer pressure to it. You know, I it's mm-hmm. the, the the notion of playing last year's Call of Duty game is shocking, actually, unless you're poor and that's all you can afford, which is. Case- <laughs> You know, have fun with your Nintendo sixty four and Goldeneye there, buddy.
1: Well, you might be all excited to buy Modern Warfare three, but I can tell you about some stuff that you can
0: get for free. Oh, hit us. Hit us with that. Yes. Hit us with that free stuff.
1: Well, Sony, uh, of course, has been the center of a huge, huge just debacle. Um, with a, a forty day and forty night uh <laughs> deluge of absolutely no <laughs> internet or psn or anything of that sort was it 40 days it was the projection well hold on i think it came back online earlier they were they were projecting may 31st
0: okay Which well, so they put it 40 like 41 days, days.
1: 40 yeah okay so <laughs> uh it got close but I, I like to think of it as a disaster of biblical proportions i'm I sure most I, of the community views it as such i think i could compare it to the book of job yeah you know First you take all my credit card information, then you take my video games, then you take all my friends, what, what, and then you what? even get down to like curiosity, which I, don't even, I didn't even know I had that and you're taking it from me.
0: Where are these boils from? <laughs>
1: that's, that's basically the – it stops short of boils, but not much <laughs> else. But anyway, um, Sony has come back to say, we're sorry. We're so sorry. Uh, and they've done that in the form of free stuff. So, uh, PSN users, and I think it's for currently registered accounts. So I've actually got a friend who has a PS3, but has never really like registered online. was all excited about this free stuff and then realized, (laughs) you know, he had never created an account. So he's not exactly qualified to get it. But anyway, uh, for those of us who actually took the ps3 online and are, are in this generation of consoles um, we'll get a free month of playstation plus okay uh, which is their paid service uh, well normally paid service that gives you access to special discounts uh some free games and and all that good stuff um and if you already had playstation plus you'll get it for two free months um you're also entitled to movie rentals uh everyone is uh that uh, it's it's not specified when or what movies uh it's going to be but uh you know free movie rentals (laughs) in some form at some point
0: (laughs) the movie that's going to be available is uh the 1997 classic sandra bullock film the net
1: (laughs) (laughs) yes or uh war games right
0: yeah yeah The the only way to win is not to not to not to own a playstation 3 yeah, <laughs> sorry, I'm trolling. I, it's so, I know, it's not fair. <laughs> no, I, I think it, is, dude. They
1: lost my credit card information. It's fair. Okay. So okay. Oh, you want blood, dude? Well, no, I want games, and that's okay. exactly what I'm hey. getting.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, because I haven't gotten to the best part of this, which is that um, every PlayStation 3 owner gets to choose from uh, a list of five PlayStation games available for download on uh, the PS and store so here's the list you can get dead nation which is a um, top-down shooter Yep. infamous which is blockbuster title a mm-hmm. uh, little big planet blockbuster title superstardust hd a downloadable game um you know a, a pure play downloadable game you can't get it on hard copy but still an amazing amazing
0: game i, I consider it a darling Kind of like a, darling works. is a great you
1: know i every once in a while i whip that game out and it's so much fun i yeah. always forget how much i love playing it um and then finally um wipe out hd and fury
0: which i hear is fantastic
1: right and, and so uh, these are these are not back-of-the-shelf old rotting games that they've kind of pulled up because no one wants them they've really uh, brought out the big guns here.
0: I like the uh, I like how they put Infamous on that list as as arguably the biggest title on there. You know, mm-hmm. and you know, conveniently, Infamous Two is coming out in a month. <laughs> Gee, I'm going to stroke my beard audibly.
1: Okay. Yes, yes, <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I would say in terms of blockbusterishness, I would say it goes toe to toe with Little Big Planet. Yeah. But yeah, it's they you know with between the free month of PlayStation Plus and um, the smart placing of infamous uh you know that they're they're being good about this in terms of you know they're they're getting their little shots in but i think it's a win-win you know i'm not going to complain if you're going to give me infamous for free right i'll complain if you lose my credit card information but (laughs) infamous for free right uh, is Now, on top of that, people who have a PSP, all 30 of them, (laughs) uh, can download the PSP versions of Little Big Planet, Mod Nation Racers, um, Pursuit Force, and Kills and Liberation. So they can choose two of those four. Um, So if you had a PS3 and a PSP, that's a total of four free games, free movie rentals, which is, you know, meh, and a free month of PlayStation Plus that Sony is giving you. Why not? I think I think it's absolutely phenomenal. As an outsider, so you're probably a little more objective than I am, Cole. But is this is this sufficient for you?
0: I don't know. I w- I'm not going to be happy until Sony executives line up and you know give everybody who owns a PlayStation Three a, just a just a shot at them. Just a just a poof, just gonna <laughs> pack of fives right across the kisser. No, I mean I think this is probably the best that they could have done. I can't I can't I can't think of anything more that they could give. Right. I mean, I think that one thing I forgot to put in there because it's utterly inconsequential is that you get 100 free, you get 100 free items for your uh, for your home avatar. What? <laughs> yeah. Is that for real? Yeah. I me, mean, you're joking. I'm, I'm not home too... is still around. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah. No, I mean, this... <laughs> I, I all of this is kind of neat, but I think the real I think the real gift that they could give is some kind of assurance that it won't happen again. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, not you know, it's it's not all under their control, but I don't know how they could demonstrate that they've made a good faith effort of not of of not falling victim to whoever did this again. You know,
1: yeah, uh, the one thing that I don't see on this list and which I think was pretty cool is that you can through uh, PlayStation partners, uh, some, you know, PlayStation's not doing the monitoring, but you can sign up for a credit card monitoring service. Yeah, to, I forget what the name make of the place absolute- is. There's like there's like two you can choose from, and and you get a year of that for free, which I don't know if that costs anything regularly or or what. but yeah, uh, that's yeah, that's a good move.
0: Yeah, I think that I think that's like what twenty five dollars a year or something like that, just to have those guys looking at you. So that that's neat too, and yeah, I think I think it's all good faith. I don't see anything fishy here. It just just so long as people can you know play their play their games. Um, yeah, and and kind let's, of as let's a,
1: tally this up. <laughs> So I, I mean, just just for for a dollar figure, um, let's say you took Infamous and Little Big Planet, which are probably both
0: still, would you say forty dollar games? Uh they're they're both on the uh, greatest hits, so they're either twenty dollars or thirty dollars.
1: Okay, well let's let's say let's say twenty dollars, then
0: be conservative.
1: Um, dude, I, I didn't realize there are PS3 games out there for twenty dollars. I got to go through that bargain bin. Yeah. Um, that shows you how often I shop for PS3 yeah. games that aren't on the on the bleeding edge of release anyway so so that's forty dollars there um let's say little big planet mod nation racers for PSP you can pick up for 15 mm-hmm so that's uh forty plus thirty you're up to seventy dollars um then a year free or a year of PlayStation Plus at the market price uh, I believe is twenty five dollars or is it fifty
0: it's uh I think that the PlayStation Plus is uh it's uh like like twenty dollars for three months
1: Twenty. I, I think there's a year subscription though.
0: Oh, okay, I'm not sure. I'm the wrong person to ask.
1: Let's let's call it okay. Well, if it's twenty dollars for three months, let's call it sixty dollars for the year.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So you're up to a hundred and thirty, and then throw in three bucks for free movie rentals. Are you and adding the me- whole
0: sixty, or just like the one month, which would be five dollars?
1: Oh, excuse me. I yeah. I was thinking of the free year of PlayStation Plus. It's a free yeah. month.
0: Mm-hmm. Um.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yes. Yeah, so um. So twenty bucks. So Where that put us we were at seventy we're at ninety now, and so ninety three dollars worth of stuff yeah for the screw up to every single playstation owner yeah that that, that does it for me that, I mean they shouldn't have lost us in the first place I'm pissed <laughs> off about that, and you know would I rather have ninety dollars of free three stuff man ninety dollars of free stuff or ninety or uh, you know actually have PSN up and not have my credit card information ganked i'd rather mm. the latter yeah. but given the situation. I'll take ninety three dollars of free stuff.
0: Yeah, I, I'll take ninety three bucks. Yeah, no problem. Why not? I still so basically, they've, they've bribed me to stop. <laughs> What's that? I still want to take a shot at those exacts, but you yeah, know, <laughs> by, by <laughs> punching them. Jeez, okay. Dude, um, you know, a punch is worth at least what five dollars? A punch is worth at least a thousand screams. Um, <laughs> <laughs> What's that? What's that on the uh, the HSR? <laughs> what, wait, wait. You mean HSQ?
1: HSQ, excuse me.
0: I'm not sure, I, just, I, I don't know.
1: It's the I, HSR, is the European version of the HSQ.
0: <laughs> the, the 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 holy shit ratio? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, alright, so PS3, given that they screwed up monumentally, has done the best possible job of redeeming themselves. Now, yeah. if I see one false charge on my credit card account, I will go <laughs> completely ballistic and take back everything I just said. As but- you
0: have the right to be for now yeah so i mean when they when they they restore functionality that's when that stuff is going to happen if you trust that plugging your playstation 3 into the wall will not cause marauding bands of blackguards to come out and (laughs) defile your home so correct yeah
1: wow which they were actually going to add that in the last update the,
0: the marauding blackguards yeah now, the MPD numbers from April are in those particular sales, and the good news is U.S. spending on video games is up 20% from April last year. Um, I don't know how much of that has to do with uh, the fact that we had a couple of big releases or what, but you know, it can't be a bad thing, right? No, now, no, no. What's more, the Xbox 360 was at the top of the hardware list with just a little bit under 300,000 units uh, sold, which is a pretty good number all said and done um I really mm-hmm. wish I could see what other you know you know companies were selling but we'll take that. Now the uh, the real interesting action is here in the games and we're going to go down this list uh in an expedient uh fashion. I will say that Mortal Kombat took uh the number one spot on the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. A number was released uh for that. It sold 900,000 copies um across both systems there, which is really really high for an April release. Um, and for a
1: fighting game,
0: yeah. Well, you know, it's a fighting game that everybody remembers playing. It's so It's, an it's, it's, game. it's so it's so you know firmly couched in nostalgia. And I think that this was the this was presaged by the fact that you know Street Fighter 4 sold as well as it did. And I would yeah, consider so, that a much more niche title.
1: Very true. Now I, I think it is safe to say that Mortal Kombat ripped all of our hearts out. <laughs> keep going have before they realize waiting? what how, i did
0: how long have you've been waiting to, to to use that one the second we started talking about mortal kombat okay cool uh number two <laughs> was portal <laughs> number two is portal 2 on the ps3 xbox 360 mpc it's worth noting that uh that does not include the steam sales numbers uh really? which which will which will account uh for a large portion of uh of of, of uh, any valve games uh, release so, so i think it's safe to say that portal 2 is number one easily then in my mind yeah but i think realistically they're probably just about neck and neck you know portal for as much as we love it and for as high quality as it is it's still a relatively um limited appeal title and that mm. it's See? not it's it's it yeah, i'd say so yeah it's 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 triple a but only among gamers um i don't think that you know a first person puzzle game that doesn't involve shooting um and doesn't have uh, you know like a big name attached to it um is you know is 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 wide mass market appeal which isn't to to, to diminish from it it's actually to say that yes this is you know that th- this sold well on its own merits and not based on its genre and not based on a name that's on its box
1: yeah although well, there was an npr piece on portal 2 so i feel was like there? it's it's about yeah i uh I didn't hear it myself, but I, I heard about it. They talked about the cake is a lie and all that different stuff. So it's, if it's not mainstream yet, it's getting there.
0: <laughs> oh, we can only hope. Um, number mm-hmm. three was Lego Star Wars 3, The Clone Wars, which came out for everything. Um, that one is really no huge surprise. Number four, Call of Duty. Uh, sorry, Cod Blobs, uh, again, on everything. Uh, How long no, has that been out? Yeah, that's been out since uh, November. So we're going on oh. uh, seven months now. Going strong. It's going to go strong until Beyond well M- It's going to go strong until Mu Three comes out. Um, yep. Number five, Tiger Woods PGA Tour, uh, twenty twelve, the Masters again coming out on everything. Neat. It's a sports game. EA. Good. Uh, number six, Crisis Two. Uh, that 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 came out in April, right? I'm yeah. I, I'm trying to remember. Yeah. So you know, pretty good showing. Again, I I've considered that kind of in the same league as Portal Two. Uh, which is, you know, a, a little bit more limited appeal, especially on the uh, on the console market. Um, mm-hmm. Number seven, just dance two no surprise there. Number eight, Michael Jackson, the experience. Uh, I think that that saw a bit of a bump having just come out for the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3. Uh, number nine, proving that everybody's racist to Pokemon White was the only <laughs> version of that to chart. <sighs> really? are Are we are we seriously still there? We can't give a Pokemon Black a chance. Um, I think we need to force people to
1: buy an equal number. <laughs> Let's have some affirmative action here.
0: <laughs> number ten, NBA 2K11. Uh, came coming out. Of everything that nah, that's you know no real surprise there either. So yeah, um, I think that that's a pretty pretty equal representation, and uh, that's pretty much how I expected it to shake out. And I if if, if I like if I sounded like I was. You know, bad mouthing Mortal Kombat or saying, "Oh, it shouldn't be up there" or whatever. I'm not. It's actually, you know, pretty cool. All said and done, they, you know, it's 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 a definite, you know, act of love, I suppose. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I think it's I think it's an indicator of the health of the game industry that you have such a broad sweep of genres represented in the top ten here.
0: A broad sweep of genres and the uh, and the disparate audiences that uh, Mm -hmm. that attach them.
1: Cool. Well, maybe yeah. maybe this will become the leading uh, indicator of the economy and we can all expect <laughs> things to bounce back.
0: You know, I'm, I'm pretty sure that there's somebody out there who's made a who's who's, who's written a paper about that.
1: That's right. Mortal Kombat's on top. That means that the Dow is going to go up about uh, 50 points. <laughs> all, is,
0: all I'm picturing is uh, is is uh, Scorpion ringing the opening bell by uppercutting Sub-Zero's <laughs> head into it. Finish <laughs> him! Holding My it, pork holding bellies. It stock. <laughs> sell him <laughs> dividends now it's time for me to ask the, uh, the 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 important question in life which is what you've been playing
1: what have I been playing?
0: Well, I'm going to ask that question and then immediately turn around and uh, tell you what I've been playing.
1: No, no, hold on. Let me ponder what I've been playing a little bit okay, more. think about it. Think about it for a second. <sighs> okay, I, I think we're done with that section and we can move on. I've, <laughs> I've thought about it. No, no, what have you been playing?
0: <laughs> okay, well, I haven't been playing an awful lot because of a crazy work schedule, but I will say that I uh, I made time. Today to sit down and play uh, the, the opening uh, mission area, whatever you may call it, of L.A. Noir, which is oh, yeah. the new Rockstar title. Now, I've got to say, you, you know, this, this game kind of slipped in under my radar uh, just, just, just a little bit for as high profile as it was. Um, mm-hmm. But when I started looking at it more, I realized, A, this is, you know, Rockstar's attempt at doing a Phoenix Wright game. With all the uh, investigations and stuff, it's true. Yep. It really is. Um, and uh, this is the video game version of one of my favorite movies of all time, which is Chinatown. Ooh, I've not seen it. Really? Jack Nicholson. No, I think uh, nineteen ninety-seven or nineteen seventy-seven rather. Uh, it was uh, directed by by Roman Polanski.
1: I think we, we've got ourselves a. Uh... A movie to watch for oh, the next was, hangout night.
0: It, it was 1974. No, but it's just uh, you know, it's 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 you know named La Noir, or as uh, I, I am I am wont to say, uh, La Noir, uh, <laughs> um, and it's a takeoff on all of those uh, fantastic old um, uh, detective movies. You know, from now let's uh, from be the let's be clear about when
1: you say a takeoff on you know most rockstar games are a takeoff on something so grand theft auto most notably is is a takeoff on everything that's wrong in uh (laughs) modern culture yeah um but but this seems to be at least from what i've heard a very a very respectful
0: take yeah it's 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 uh it's as close as they can come i think to playing it straight um, or mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's as close as they have come. Although, you know, red, red dead from what, from what I understand, and you've played more of it. so, you know, so you would know better than I, but you know, red dead was a pretty loving, was a pretty loving interpretation of the Western, right?
1: Uh, that that it was, I mean, it had, it definitely had its characters where there's, there's in the, in the GTA style, most characters are a caricature or a, or a, a cliche of some sort. Yeah. Um, Whereas it sounds like LA Noir might be slightly different, but you're a half hour,
0: and tell me what you've gotten from a half hour. From a half an hour, you know, admittedly, I haven't gotten an awful lot, but I can give you my first impressions. Um, mm-hmm. A, I can't decide if I want to play it in color or black and white. You um, can do that. Yeah, you can. Uh, you can go into the uh, into the. Um, View options and uh, switched it over to black and white. And especially in the cutscenes, scenes, um, it it does look like uh, a a film noir movie. You know, it has (laughs) those canted angles and the weird, you know, the weird shadows, the long lines. And it looks good in color. But I think that uh, putting it into black and white, at least for me, dampens some of the uncanny valley effect, which has to do with, you know, they have that really cool, that really nifty and I think revolutionary in a lot of ways um, facial animation uh, system. You know, where they really accurately capture the actors' performances. And it does add an awful lot. And if you kind of, yeah, you know, if you kind of blur your eyes a little bit, it, it's it's incredibly convincing. But, uh, it, it does kind of rest in that area where it's a little bit creepy. It looks just a little bit wrong. And I think it has to do with the fact that the that the textures are just a little bit wrong, I'd say. Mm-hmm. It, it's, I, I can't quite put it in a way that makes me sound articulate or, or intelligent. Um, but, uh, it just doesn't look right. It's not to say I won't get used to it. I suppose.
1: Have you come across any characters that are supposed to be sexy yet? Um, no. That's where Uncanny Valley always gets me.
0: <laughs> the sexiness. Yeah, oh so my, my, my sexiness is where I always notice problems first. Um, <laughs> no, no, I haven't gotten to that yet. I haven't gotten to, You know, gotten to any uh, any dames. You know, with with with, with gams out to, uh, with you know with gams out to yonder. Um, <laughs> <laughs> haven't gotten to that. No. Uh, Mostly, you know, the the, the, for the first case, it's really simple. You're walking down an alley. Uh, It was a it was a black guy who was, you know, who was shot and killed. And nobody really seems that interested in figuring out what happened. You play uh, a a character named Cole Phelps, which is always Mm -hmm. funny because when somebody yells, hey, Cole. Um, I, I I perk up. So there's a. This level. is your game, man.
1: It was made for you.
0: <laughs> yeah, and and the actor he's, uh, he's from Mad Men, so that 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 works for me too. All right. he's, he's, he's really good. But like did a, they go pretty high caliber
1: actors in this? Did you know?
0: Um, yeah they they have they have some big names, a lot of like character actors, but not like distractingly so. I think the you know picking somebody from Mad Men and <laughs> using that same era. Or not yeah, you know, twenty years earlier than that era, I guess. Uh, you know, for, for that. It, it works. It really does. And uh, so nice. far, so far the the performances have been convincing. And, you know, I, I tend to pay more attention to the voices than how they look. Um my, my, my only kind of regret, you know, because that, that first mission, you know, you drive to a place and then, you know, you're you're digging around and you know, it's basically teaching you how to examine the environment and how, you know, when you're near a clue, you'll feel a little buzz in the controller and you know, your, 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 flashlight will draw attention to stuff. It's basically, you know, just teaching you how to navigate the world. Um, Tutorial. I, yeah. Um, most certainly. But, you know, so you're, so back, back onto my train of thought. Sorry, I got off mm-hmm. Um, your character. You know, he's a, he's a boy scout essentially. And not everybody kind of <laughs> that he interacts with just like you follow the rules to a T and you make me look bad. And, you now know, that
1: is, that is a departure from Rockstar Games is,
0: yeah, uh, Real house. And, you know, it becomes apparent because, you know, uh, immediately after that mission, there's a flashback to him when he, you know, is is first enrolling in the Marines for World War Two. Um, I think that yeah. there's going to be something in his past that uh, that that leads to that possibly some atonement. But at least right now, it's just it's just funny because, you know, for, for, for once you were the good guy and everybody else is a corrupt asshole. <laughs> um, but you but you're the only person who's interested in like saying okay so a black guy gets shot and nobody wants to figure out why but there's obviously like gonna be something to look for to get an answer so you, you know you, you go and you find the murder weapon and you you know more more driving one thing that i haven't gotten to yet that i'm gonna have more to say about next week mm-hmm. is that the the facial animation is actually genuinely going to add something to the gameplay uh I'm sorry. Hate oh so I've heard. Gameplay. Yeah because you know when you're you know interviewing people and interrogating them and cross-referencing them um the, the 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 facial animation is so detailed that they will have twitches and tells and all of that which makes this possibly the only video game that a person with Asperger's would not be able to successfully play. Um, being, you know, being forced to recognize facial an- emotions or whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, and, and I think that it's something that could actually, you know, gen- gen- genuinely work. And I'm excited to get to that. But as it stands with my first, you know, half hour, it looks good. And it's kind of, it's kind of uh, funny to, you know, play a rock star game again, because it really does feel like a rock star game. One, Even though you're a good guy, <laughs> right? Uh, one petty complaint, and this is one: the handbrake for the for the uh, for, for um, the cars. It isn't mm-hmm. mapped to any of the face buttons. It's mapped to the right bumper, which means really? that the 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 finger that I use to accelerate on the right trigger um, is also the one that I'm expected to use uh, to to you know do like a you know like a drift turn or an e brake turn. It's yeah. kind of like well, so now I have to use my middle finger to manipulate the trigger and that doesn't make any sense at all <laughs> so <laughs> yes,
1: I've, there, there have been games like that before and it's always so annoying they I, i've seen I, i've seen people and i've played with people who play with two uh two fingers on the triggers one finger per trigger but it looks just incredibly awkward and uncomfortable
0: it, it it like like what that reminds me of is like have you ever tried to uh to drive with your right foot on the accelerator and your left foot on the brake
1: no, I feel like I should do that far away from any other
0: cars <laughs> yeah yeah well, it's actually like a like a way that people with handicaps are supposed to do it you know uh-huh. if they you know because if they the switching is difficult so you just learn to do it that way but uh yeah, it just feels totally unnatural huh. now if you saw the uh the the crazy twisted claw that I contort myself into like or did contort myself into when I played the uh the Tony Hawk games uh mm-hmm. that would be crazy but uh as it stands <laughs> i I tend to uh to err on the side of you know, normal in quotes. So yeah, that's LA noir. Um, only thing I've been playing, but it's pretty big. You can expect to hear more, um, in the, uh, in the coming weeks as I get to the bottom of that case. I see what I did. Sweet. So my question to you, Dennis, um, even though I already know the answer is what you've been playing.
1: (laughs) Well, since I, since I was given that chance to ponder, I'm ready with an answer. I, uh, I finally got around to playing Assassin's Creed brotherhood this past week. And uh, it's it's been on my list for a while, and uh, and I've heard glowing reviews uh, from it. almost everyone who's touched it, including yourself. Yeah. So um, finally got my hands on it to spend a good amount of time with it. Um, Skip class to play it because I was on a roll and I was just like, you know what? I don't feel like going to class. Why? Yeah. You know, um, screw it. I feel like stabbing some people. <laughs> now, I was just, you know I was in the zone. I was afraid if I left for class that uh, if anyone surprised me while I was going there. Things would get ugly real fast. So I was going to do something I'd regret.
0: Yeah, no, it's it makes you, it makes you think differently about the about the way you navigate through crowds and stuff like that. It's neat. Oh yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I, I think that that skating class leads to one of the game's strongest suits, which is that it's got this great just one more aspect to mm-hmm. it. Every time you finish the mission, you're near something else to do. Be that the next mission, or randomly stabbing people, or unlocking buildings, or you know. Yeah. There's so much to do, and you're never too far away from a place to do it. So uh, you'll spend a lot more time than you expect playing this game simply because you get distracted. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I've I've picked a mission that's, you know, three blocks down from me, and it's taken me an hour to get there. because you know, I, I start by pulling down a poster, but then I see a thief running away and I chase him halfway across the city. And then I'm, I'm near a new district that I might as well open up since I'm there. And yeah. you know, it's, it's got this great flow to it. Um, now, if you ever actually want to sit down and accomplish something, that becomes really annoying because <laughs> uh, the game is full of these little interruptions that you constantly have to ignore or get around to get to where you're going. So right. um, play it with plenty of time uh, on the clock. Or on your clock, it's not—it's not a game that you can sink, you know, ten minutes to and into and leave. Um, not because you can't have fun in ten minutes, but because you'll just naturally get sucked in for more.
0: <laughs> See, I—I I played it almost entirely in half hour in half hour bursts. So oh, you uh, must play differently than I did. Yeah, no, it's and and it's and it's funny, it, you know, I I I approached it almost exactly the opposite. Like my just, my my you know run around and get in trouble mode was almost entirely segregated from my I'm going to get stuff done mode. Um, okay. you know, and the missions were really well timed out to, you know, to, 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 uh, foster that style of play. Um, tell me a little bit about, uh, have you done any, any of the Borgia tower stuff?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So when you start the game, um, most areas have a pretty heavy guard presence. Um, and then the city is divided into districts and, uh, you, you can go to a central fortress type of location kill a guard and climb up a tower um, in order to kind of release that area from the heavy guard presence. And so there will still be guards around, but uh, there will be fewer of them and you'll be able to buy buildings in the area yeah. and the like. Um, and I, I did that almost exclusively at the beginning of the game. So every <laughs> everything that's not behind an invisible wall right now mm-hmm. because of story reasons, um, I've, I've gone and, and done every single one of those towers.
0: Yeah that the, the, the seriously the environment the city they, they 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 did themselves a huge favor assassin's creed 2 is amazing um mm-hmm. but uh it appears genuinely flawed compared to the uh the big unified world of uh, of of assassin's creed brotherhood just by the mm-hmm. fact that you know you're not separated by load screens from anything you know it just it's Yeah that's massive. absolutely right. It's massive and you feel invested in it and yeah
1: yeah no i I see that you know so the main city is Rome, and that's where I've spent all of my time so far. However, when I went to the map screen, if you zoom out far enough, um you do see that there are other cities available, so do you eventually get to other
0: cities even no really you, you venture outside of uh Rome, but it's only on very specific missions um and that comes okay. that comes later um but most most of it happens within within the city walls which isn't to say that it's homogenous um you know the the, the the there's a definite like downtown heavily urban area and then there's the mm-hmm. surrounding countryside um you know like around the aqueducts and things like that
1: yeah. yeah yeah there is so that's that's interesting to me so you don't go to like back to florence or to venice or anything like that
0: um o- only in a very limited uh
1: fashion uh okay okay So it's, it's not small. That, that was one thing I liked about, um, the second Assassin's Creed was that you could travel between cities and that made the game feel even bigger, even though each individual city was smaller than than this room is. Um, and so when I saw that there, there were other places listed, I was like, Holy crap. Like, (laughs) I can't believe this. Um, but it sounds like they're a little more focused. Um, go ahead. Okay. Uh, I was going to say, speaking of focus, uh, the one thing that I, I feel that Assassin's Creed is straight a little on in this iteration is, is losing its focus just a little too much on what makes the game so much fun. So uh, this, this is, is not as bad uh, a thing as it sounds, but I'll take you through my thinking. The, the first game was very, very, very focused. Um, there were nine assassinations to do. It was this hunt, kill, and run away uh, series of events that was just an, an adrenaline pump adrenaline Wow, hold on <laughs> adrenaline pumping uh you know series of series of missions um that had a very clear flow to them and and that really kept you mu- moving but the problem was that was all there was to the game there was nothing else to do and so assassins creed 2 kind of righted that by giving you a whole world of side missions to undertake in addition to that very central hunt, kill run away, uh, set Now I've, you know, I've spent several, several, several hours in brotherhood. And while there's a ton of these side missions, that hunt, kill run away, mm-hmm. um, core to the game seems to be missing. Now I'm, I'm told there are, you know, legitimate assassination miss- missions later on. Yeah. But right now, all of these story missions seem to be just variants on the side quests that I can go do.
0: For the first third of the game, I don't know, you know, mm-hmm. how much this is spoilers. Although, you know, you have to know that you eventually become the master of the Assassin's Guild, yeah. Um And and then that's where you know that kind of picks up. The, the 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 first third of the game is really you exploring Rome and building up to where 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 that becomes the thrust of it. Uh, okay yeah so assassinations are coming yes and you okay, know because i'm uh, b- both both optional and you know story driven
1: okay Let's just say because i'm not i'm not content with just stabbing ordinary <laughs> people i want to stab heavily guarded high value targets yeah and which can- by the way you're yep. you're encouraged so much to just mess with the guards in this game it's kind of <laughs> funny yeah. Like every every faction that you can align yourself with has a series of objectives that allow you to upgrade that faction. And they all revolve around doing something to the guards. Yeah, those, so, poor,
0: those poor guards. I mean What did they ever do? <laughs> they just took they wore orders red from hats. the wrong people. Exactly. Yep. Like I'm pretty sure most of these people don't have any authority. They just wore red and kind of dicks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so. exactly. Um so you know you assassinate them from cover, you air assassinate them, you throw them into scaffolding which collapses on
0: them, you well, roll well,
1: roll them off their horses, you you know.
0: Well speed up on a general. Since we're talking about combat, I mean do do you do you think that uh I mean do you think that the combat was improved
1: in this one? I like being able to chain your executions. Yeah. I think it's a lot of fun. And uh, I, I went straight to the virtual training and did all those missions.
0: Oh, okay, um, see, I didn't do that at all.
1: Okay, there, it's actually really fun. So the, the majority of the virtual training is is kind of this pseudo world um, where you can just do um, challenges relating to free running and combat. The first oh. three sections are are very very free running focused, mm-hmm. um, and then the final is a very straight up combat session okay. which was incredibly hard it took me forever to to get gold on all of the the uh missions mm-hmm. um because you would have to you know kill this many people flawlessly without getting hit once um and they just they'd send you know everything and the kitchen sink at you yeah uh, you would have to fight your way through it um and so it really isolated and highlighted the combat system Mm-hmm. In that, you know, most of the game is, is spent running away or sneaking around, and this forced you to use the combat system and only the combat system, right. and it held up. It held up really well. Mm-hmm.
0: Did, uh, did 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 the training missions give you any uh, give you any primer on how to deal with uh, different enemies that were either differently armored or using different weapons? Because those those fuckers with the pole arms just 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 oh really messed they just really turned my world upside down.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't give you any instruction on how to deal with them. And the the polearm guys start coming in the third wave. It sends it sends enemies. At, it's almost your own little horde mode, mm-hmm. uh, if you want to call it that. Um, it starts sending them at you in the in the third wave, and uh, and I died so much um, when they came out. It was really annoying. But uh, I think I think the, the learning for that is you you start your uh, execution chain on an easy guy and make mm-hmm. sure that you're standing close to a pole arm guy.
0: Exactly. Yeah, and, and that's the
1: only way I could get past him.
0: And then with the with the execution chain, it becomes more about uh, managing the crowd, which mm-hmm. was good because you know the combat in the first two games was really focused, I'd say too much so on you know call call and response call and response
1: yeah well the, the one thing that I realized after a good half hour of playing is that when an enemy is winding up to attack, the little icon above their head will start flashing, yeah. and so you can you can know where you have to direct yourself next to mm-hmm. um to counter all the attacks. It took me a while to get that, and so I spent a lot of time in just frustration mm-hmm. <laughs> of, you know it, because you know w- without that tell um the AI is really good you know they'll yeah. they'll mess you up well, and even with the tell it was difficult.
0: My, my only problem is that they, that they definitely fall victim to mook chivalry, which is they'll stand in a circle around you, but only one of them will attack you at, at a time.
1: Yeah, unless one <laughs> grabs you.
0: Exactly, yeah, in which case all bets just... are off. But,
1: but yeah, they, they, they do kind of wait their
0: turn. I can't tell you how satisfying it was to just throw people off the buildings. That, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that was my favorite. In fact, I would lure people up to buildings just so I could throw them off. Ah, nice <laughs> I'd run away That's... have him chase me up and it's like hey guess what bitch you're taking the quick way down um, <laughs> see, see what I talk what I mean when I
1: talk about messing with guards it's yeah. brutal man. <laughs> yeah
0: it's time for us to round everything out with the discussion question here um i have to say this discussion question comes courtesy of dennis i didn't i really didn't have any idea of what i wanted to do for this so this was yours so do you want to uh, do you want um, to ask it sure man so that's, that's what friends are for um so uh the
1: question is have you ever enjoyed a game despite bad reviews um or have you ever have you ever uh loved a bad game so the this the impetus for this is of course brink coming out and being um fairly universally panned um but lots of people coming to its defense from the fringes of the critic realm and and from the player base for
0: certain did you see what happened to griffin mcelroy he got he got people hardcore mad at him saying he hadn't played the game at all, right? Yeah, yeah. Somebody will well, Griffin McElroy from Joystick and also from my brother, my brother and me. He like he, he talked about it briefly on Twitter and then they didn't address it at all on the podcast. Um, so I'm mm-hmm. going to I'm going to mention it here. Just just so you don't know. Griffin comes out, gives Brink uh, the, you know, the new Bethesda shooter um, a two out of five, which, you know, it based on the text of his review, you know, was was warranted. Now mm-hmm. um then somebody at some, you know, little unknown site comes out and says, Yeah, well I have him on my, you know, my my, my friends list at this gamer tag. Then they publish his gamer tag, which is like just a huge faux pas. Um mm-hmm. and then um he says, Yeah, well he only played it for two and a half hours, so how could he possibly review it? It's like, Well, actually no dipshit. We reviewed it on a debug. Uh so yeah, that's kind <laughs> of <laughs> it's just funny how somebody Will come out and, and 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 defend it like that to the point of directly attacking somebody else with more yeah, credibility. It, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's crazy. Um, and just to me, that I think goes, it's that goes beyond liking a game despite its quality.
1: Yeah. yeah, I think it's you don't often get a game that's so polarizing. Um, but when you do, it makes for very interesting playing. And yeah. for those that, that get it or, or enjoy it or are willing to suffer through it, depending on what your personal stance on that giving game is, um, it can be very, very uh, fun. Well, did you get a response? I did. Um, I got one from David, and uh, he brought two games to mind. The first I can actually vouch for, which is Army of Two. Okay. And uh, this is... Uh, uh, an older shooter uh, on PS3 and 360 um, that's centered around co-op play. It's a third person shooter. And by no means is it a um, good game. <laughs> the
0: uh, the uh, Slaughter village yeah. play grab ass.
1: Basically. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a uh, two gears of war style, heavily armored guys going around and, and shooting everything in sight and then saying things like booyah <laughs> Um and Bump it's, it, you know, it's, Bump it. yeah, it's, it's browness to the point of homoeroticness.
0: Would you call it a brodeo? It was, it's definitely a brodeo. Got a bro down. Um, <laughs> stop. What's called? A, what call a bro a bro nanny?
1: Probably all of those things. <laughs> sorry. And then some. Go ahead. I'll, I'll think of, I'll think of a witty reply at 2 a.m. involving <laughs> C3P bro and,
0: uh, like that, but okay, I, I like that one a lot. Continue. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm, I'm being, I'm being a dick. Well, no, I mean, you know, people, people
1: kind of made fun of the game for being so over the top, and I, I think, in some vague way, maybe it was self aware and trying to be funny, but I think most of it was unintentional. Yeah. Um. And and by no means was the the actual mechanics of shooting and moving around the best in class. Um but playing it through with a friend was, was a lot of fun. And uh and David said he really enjoyed that. The other game that he said he he really liked that was a quote unquote bad game was Stalker.
0: I was gonna say, knowing David that he he was gonna come right out to Stalker.
1: Oh yeah. And uh that game was, I think, kind of kind of buggy, kind of unbalanced in places and very much off in its own little world, but for those who who enjoyed that kind of world, just a, a vast expanse um, that that had lots out there that could um, kill you. Um, Some <laughs> legitimate uh, and part of the game, and other parts of it being just stuff being broken yeah. <laughs> from a programming perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of world was was a lot of fun to explore. Yeah, and uh, the the core thing he said that it had was uniqueness. Mm-hmm. Um, that it just wasn't like anything else out there. And that made it great despite its flaws.
0: Yeah. I mean, it did the whole fallout exploring the wasteland thing, you know, two years or I'd say, yeah, two years before fallout three did it. So it was, it was ahead of the curve in that, in that and regard, it had
1: much better Russian accents
0: <laughs> who, who, oh, had a Russian accent? who had a Russian accent in a uh, fallout three. Wasn't a, I think one of the robots did. Oh, uh, okay. But, because the the boogeyman and Fallout isn't isn't the Russians, it's the Chinese. Yeah, true. Yeah, no. Um, I mean, I've not, I've, I've only heard positive things about Stalker, and that, that's even accounting for the the, the 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 technical flaws. So, but but I guess that 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 does fall into the uh, into the realm of what we're talking about, which is, you know, we're talking about flawed games, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah but just in, so, um, in, in in general i i think i think that stalker is considered to be a you know capital g good capital g game yeah yeah where where whereas uh, army of two is uh what i would consider to be a situationally good game <laughs> need to play it with the right person yeah that's true and you know that's that's probably the case i've heard that about a couple of things so mm mm-hmm. Yeah, um. So one of us. I mean, I'll go. I don't really have an awful Mm -hmm. lot to. I don't have an awful lot to say because you know I don't. Reviews don't really hold an awful lot of uh, truck with me. Um, for Mm -hmm. as much as I do read them, and for as much as I listen to, um, people on podcasts talk about games. Uh, you know, most of them. You know, so some of the games you know genuinely flawed, but they'll defend them. But I will say that um, there is one genre of game that I will continue to play and continue to love and continue to be a very ardent fan of despite the fact that it hasn't been a critical darling um ever mm. um except in rare exceptions and i will say that is the uh, survival horror genre aha uh-huh. yeah okay um i will and uh, you know there've been you're going to call it, you're going to call an entire genre flawed hmm. <laughs> a <laughs> genre that i love and i will defend to my grisly death All right. All right. No. And not just things within it, because I think that to say the entire genre is flawed is to kind of, you know, conveniently, conveniently forget that, you know, there exists the Resident Evil 2s and the Resident Evil remakes and the uh, and the Silent Hill 2s of the world. Although I can Mm -hmm. understand why somebody would not want to play them either, you know, because they are emotional babies and they can't handle the horror. Or you can't get kill streaks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, or you know, like even even being less condescending than that, you know there are mechanical problems in the You know, some people I've talked to people who will not play any Resident Evil game before four because of the tank uh, control scheme. You know, just it's <laughs> it's different, and you know it's it's definitely a really kind of obstructive, um, you know, set of mechanics, set of controls, the vocabulary of it. They they don't make the games are not made easy to play.
1: Yeah, I mean to be fair, the first Resident Evil game was kind of uh, playing in a white space, if you will. They uh, they were the ones who kind of had to figure out how this whole thing was going to control.
0: Yeah, well, they, they you know the first Resident Evil actually kind of cribbed very heavily from um from uh, um what am I going to say here? Alone in the Dark actually. Oh
1: really? Yeah, oh.
0: Alone in the Dark came out in uh, nineteen ninety three, and uh, the first Resident Evil hit stateside in nineteen ninety six. So. I um, see i know the genre okay so don't you know don't fuck with me
1: um, i will not mess with you dude okay um so i'm in the presence of a guru of the
0: survival horror. but, but what i will say is i i will defend to the death shitty the, the 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 genre of the shitty survival horror game and i'm thinking specifically of a little game uh made by capcom called haunting okay. ground um maybe okay. heard of this um it not you have not it was for the playstation 2 it was made by the clock tower team um, okay. And Clock Tower Three will also uh, apply to this. It is a survival horror game. You are a uh, girl um, who wakes up, uh, you know, uh, in a in a castle. You're being chased around by this big uh, mutant guy, and uh, you're trying to figure out what's happening. But you're utterly defenseless, and you have no way to fight back except to run and hide and hope it doesn't smell you. Huh. Um, Very similar, actually, to Amnesia or to uh, Penumbra, um, except I think this came out. uh, It was concurrent with Penumbra, and it was before Amnesia, definitely. Um, Okay. And uh, it was reviewed very poorly. It got like a four in Game Informer. Gamespot gave it like a six. EGM kind of, you know, they were all over the board on it because they appreciated it. Uh, The kind of the gimmick, which you may remember remember from it, is uh, a you had a dog uh, who could go out and find you know clues for you to the puzzles and uh how you treated it affected your ending um and also huh. you had um also like you had a kind of a, a panic meter that was you know that was uh exhibited by the visuals around you so like the walls was would that, start to bleed all that
1: okay right. was that if 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 you got high enough on the panic screen was would your um tv screen that kind of breaking the fourth wall be affected
0: yeah, it would go. It would go black and white and get a little bit blurry. Not to the level of uh, eternal darkness, which is considered. Okay, the that's AKP. the one I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah uh, that 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 was that was the one that really played up the sanity effects. Um, but yeah, uh, Haunting Ground had a really really good story. It was genuinely scary. Um, I consider myself to be somewhat immune to these things. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, I, I I like horror and it and it, and it tickles a, it tickles a very uh, um, specific uh, need that I have to uh, feel something. Please God. anything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you think you were gonna take that turn? <laughs> no. Just making um,
0: sure you're listening, audience. Yep, just uh, just making sure you're paying attention. I- I'm gonna say that that is kind of uh demonstrative of my love for the mm. shitty survival horror game. And that's borne out in other games like, you know, Rule of Rose or uh um what am I thinking of your deadly premonition even? Mm. Um yeah, the shitty survival horror game. Love it.
1: What is it what is it about the horror genre? I mean, not just in games, but in, in film, even in books, that it just it just sits so well with mediocrity.
0: <laughs> I've got no idea because it's easy. Um to I guess. To, to, to a certain extent. Okay. Horror is, is easy, uh terror is difficult. Ooh. You know because there's there's really good horror out there. I'd say you uh-huh. know I, I you know before I started reading a lot of Stephen King, I used to you know before I knew what I was talking about I was like oh no, no, no but you know <laughs> there's there there's good horror you know h p lovecraft and, uh, and and all of that, mm-hmm. but bad horror is you know equally as as well. I'm not really sure um
1: I think I think maybe what it is 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 it's be it's being able to stand up and go you don't scare me and um you know feeling big and brave but it's really just because the the person is not doing a good enough job of scaring you and not necessarily based on your your own
0: stalwartness. Well, that you know there, there there's there's a definite divide too between is this a good game or is this a good horror game? Which is mm-hmm. is this effective? <laughs> you know is this effective at scaring me? You know, that's a different question than am I enjoying playing this, and yeah. I and I will mark the you know the the success of a horror game um, as uh, you know, do I want to continue playing it, whether or not you know, yeah, um, and kind kind of in that regard too, even though it was generally well regarded, I will say uh, Silent Hill: Shattered Memories. Um, uh huh. You know, for for as inspired as it was, had its, just had its detractors, and it was a deeply flawed game, but I'd say that uh, it was probably the most effective um, interpretation of that. And even Silent Hill 4, oh my gosh, Silent Hill 4 is a shitty game, right? Yeah, it's is not it
1: the one where you're in a room and you have to...
0: Yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of the framing device for it. Silent Hill 4, basically, you play through the same four levels twice, and that's the game. <laughs> but I love it it's so it's it's so creepy the narrative is good it has one of the most effective villains in the series I'd say um hmm. and yeah it's just uh it just it just happens to be kind of a bad game that is actually a really good horror game so that's what I'm gonna say I I, I will I, I will I will go down I'll go down with that ship you know same thing with uh, Silent Hill 5 I'll go down with that ship too uh that, that that's that's the one dalliance that I'm allowed to have
1: Okay. yeah but silent silent hill oh no silent hill 5 was resident evil 5 was not a horror survival game
0: no no that was uh that was uh t- tension i'd say not even tension it wasn't even that tense it was just a no, it was it was, it was, a, it was
1: a blockbuster action flick yeah definitely through and through i mean you know your resistance has scarier monsters than yeah. resident evil 5 yeah I,
0: cool. still need to that, I still need to beat that game resident evil 5 or resistance uh resident evil 5 never played resistance well, you, you
1: also need to be resistance. <laughs> Goodness, the third one's coming out. You gotta you gotta get you on can, that. Gotta get
0: up. I, I was gonna I was gonna marathon them all. I didn't want to ruin it. Um, all right, no. all right. So
1: so um, I had a, a response to, over here.
0: Yeah, why don't you go to your response and then I'll I'll close this out. Cool. Okay, this is um, Gogo the Mimic on Twitter. His name's Andrew. He says, "No more heroes for sure. Both are fun as hell." Mm-hmm. speaking about No More Heroes one and two. Both are fun as hell. And even with some annoying play mechanics, uh, the story is a wild ride and it has crazy characters. Um, I would have to say that Suda51, the kind of the, um, the, the, the mastermind behind that game and others, including Killer7, uh, Earth, or like Fire, Rain, like Water, Rain, Sun, I forget what it was, um, Flower, <laughs> Rain, Sun. And, i think uh, it was a band <laughs> i was gonna say i almost said earth wind and fire but certainly the <laughs> upcoming uh shadows of the damned he is he is completely made of this in uh-huh. fact he you know has come out and said my my games are the equivalent to punk rock music which is to say it's shitty music but that's kind of the point
1: yeah it's, <laughs> it's fast and it's sloppy but there's so much soul behind it well yeah. I, with uh with Punk, maybe not soul so much yeah. attitude behind
0: yeah, it. yeah there's there's emotion there's genuineness to it yeah mm-hmm. i don't know if that you know technically goes over to it i've played killer seven i played uh flower sun rain and i played a little bit of no more heroes and i couldn't get past i couldn't get past mm-hmm. their flaws i guess i wasn't patient enough even though i am quite patient but
1: yeah. now, now showers floods and barricades what, what <laughs> kind of game is that <laughs> <laughs> what the uh, fuck you you're gonna make me wake up my roommates what a what what genre of game was that was it a shooter as well Uh, no
0: it was on the playstation um it was a it was an adventure game
1: okay i might have Uh, to try hard stars and horseshoes (laughs)
0: God, I need a, I need a minute no it, it originally came out that it came out on the PlayStation and then it was re-released on the uh, on, on the DS and I played it I so wanted to like it uh, but uh-huh. uh, the problem is you know you're walking through as kind of a groundhog day situation um, every 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 puzzle the solution to it is a is a series of four numbers um, and in order to like derive what that you know set of four numbers is you're you're on this big like tourist island kind of thing and in in your inventory like the main item that you get is a uh is is like a big brochure and you have to okay. like, literally flip through it page by page to find the clue and then you know do the math on it so like the first puzzle had to do with like the uh the f stops on a camera okay you're know, like going huh. going from a four two to a to a five seven and oh that was like oh, what weird <laughs> yeah it's 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 super weird uh um uh no more heroes is a little bit uh less cerebral than that to the point where the main character is a uh is a wrestling and anime fan who buys a lightsaber and decides <laughs> to become an assassin um <laughs> yeah. so kick
1: ass the game huh
0: pretty much yeah uh but then it also you know it it has it's it, it it's making a commentary about open world games and that there's a lot of like aimless wandering in between. And there's a lot of busy work that you have to do involving carrying pineapples from place to place. <laughs> um, I, 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 like I said, I didn't have the patience for it. So, but Andrew yeah. did, and that's good. If, you know, and I, I, that's another one I'd say, I don't know, Andrew, I'd, I'd say that that's one that reviewed pretty well too. That one got like eights and nines, but, uh, you know,
1: it's, you know, it's games with obvious flaws though, I think. <laughs> Yeah, you that's know? true. Yeah,
0: that's true. We're, 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 catching couching too much of this in the reviews. And I think early on, we, you know, we, we talked about, you know, how much attention do we pay to, to, to review scores? And I, I think that yeah. ultimately it's none. I, I, you know, I, I look for reviews that confirm my biases and that's about it. Because yeah, if you guys does, can
1: check the archives for that one. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. I'll, I'll take a, I'll take a look at that. It's funny that we, you know, we've, we've been doing this for almost, you know, in this format for almost 30 episodes now. Mm-hmm. and uh, um, we haven't repeated ourselves on the uh, discussion questions. I think that's good. I,
1: every time I suggest something, I'm kind of nervous that we've done it before and I've forgotten,
0: so it's good I, to hear. I search. I do a search on the keywords for that. So oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Nice. Uh, so uh, finish us out, Dennis. What's up? Yeah, I've I've got two games that come to mind, um, and, uh, and first off, I completely concur with The Army of Two. Assessment from David. I I'd forgotten all about that one when he said it. I was like, Oh my gosh, you're completely right. Um, but then the the other third person shooter, um, that was horrible, but I loved it, was Eat lead The Return of Matt Hazard.
0: Was that third person or was it first person? That was third person.
1: Oh wow. Yeah. And uh it also had Will Arnett. Yes it did. I- that was probably the game's saving grace. To be honest,
0: I, you know, stupider stuff has saved worse things. So,
1: yeah, (laughs) I feel like I need to write that down, save that (laughs) for any day. It's going to be a great quote. Um, But um, yeah, just, you know, he, he really brought so much um, energy and and wit to the game, which I don't know how much is ad libbed when you can't see the character's face. It's probably pretty easy to ad lib. Um, But, uh, you know, it, it was an incredibly mediocre shooter yep. just you know the cover system didn't really work the weapons weren't really all that interesting and so it was really just kind of grinding your way through the levels um but the funny stuff that happened during and in between the levels was more than enough to motivate me to go on yeah and so you know it was, i played it for a laugh you know mm-hmm. and, and, and it and, was almost
0: too oh, good and the entire game was pretty much a deconstruction of uh i hate that word deconstruction it was it was <laughs> Pretty much a skewering of uh, of video game cliches, right?
1: Yeah, that's that's exactly right. Um, and to to say you know you play it for the laugh almost makes the mediocrity okay. You know, <laughs> if if you're just you know you're playing it through for a fun time, it's lighthearted um, and you're not taking it too seriously. You're much more willing to forgive um, the the kind of mistakes that might piss you off in a game that was trying to immerse you.
0: I'll allow it. I wouldn't I wouldn't call Mist fun, but it carries over from the writing and you know it has its own reward to it. Fun as a as a as a strict game in the sense that like Tetris is a game. You know,
1: <laughs> yeah. So the other game I'm actually gonna reach way, way back. Okay. To a little game called Crash Bash.
0: Hmm.
1: And uh, I would not expect you to have heard of it uh, from the title you might deduce that uh, Crash Bandicoot. Isn't it? And so Mm -hmm. this is reaching all the way back to PS1.
0: Oh, Uh, Mario Party.
1: Yes, I was high off of um, Crash Bandicoot 2 Uh and Crash Team Racing, both amazing games, and was just hungry for anything Crash. And so I went to the store and saw Crash Bash and saw it was cheap, and so I bought it. Mm -hmm. And you're exactly right. It's It's a Mario Party knockoff thinly veiled Mario Party knockoff mm-hmm. um, that comes nowhere close to the quality or fun factor mm-hmm. of uh, of the Mario games. Um, and for whatever reason it had an extremely robust single player mode. <laughs> and so it followed the same kind of progression that um, you would do in the uh, Crash Bandicoot 2 format where you're kind of going from hub to hub and moving up, it was it was the same thing. Only instead of brilliantly designed platforming levels, it was frustrating and poorly conceived mini games.
0: Okay, so, so. And I
1: played that sucker to a hundred percent, man. <laughs> i think I got probably two thirds of the way through, just so excited to be playing a crash game before I even mm-hmm. started realizing, you know, this probably really isn't meant to be a single player game. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, who can who can blame them? Because, you know, I mean, the the the, the PlayStation was definitely known for its multiplayer. I can't even finish that sentence. Um, <laughs> so it was probably more of a survival thing, which is. Yeah, it was it was a
1: it was definitely a me too kind of situation. But I, I mean, I can't really remember liking anything about the game, but I played mm-hmm. it ravenously and I can only attribute it to the fact that the other crash games were so solid and I was young and naive um, that I just ate that game up. What so I I got what, like the medal on all the challenges and all that stuff.
0: What I will tell you is that was not developed by Naughty Dog, but I can see a a, a very strong thread running through the through your entire life of being incredibly devoted to Naughty Dog uh, titles. Oh yeah, well, they're, they're, that's that's my steve's right there. I got you. I got you. Them's my boys. I can respect that. I, I can I can respect and guys, as they
1: say, <laughs> respect. Yeah,
0: no, that's fine. That's fine. I got you. I got you. So so so
1: I learned a new word tonight.
0: So, so so you so you so no, there's no way you can defend this game.
1: No, it sucked, but I absolutely <laughs> loved it. Uh, oh, and it was, it was just at the right cross section of of a a big name character and me being being uh, incredibly full of free time.
0: I guess. Can can you know can can, can we make kind of a Jerry Springer ask final thoughts on this? Go ahead, go ahead, be my guest. You don't need anybody's permission to like something true i mean you can like shitty stuff and i can think that the things that you like are not good but that doesn't really matter you know and uh, this may just be me in my old age but again i'm gonna say not for me not for me not for me that's the mantra mm-hmm. right and just <laughs> it, i just uh, uh, the, the the idea that somebody out there will look at brink and you know Say I'm willing to attack somebody on the internet because attacking, attacking somebody on the internet is cheap in every sense of the word. But, you know, I think that a lot of that is out of some kind of sense, a sense of insecurity, which is to say, I, I I need somebody who's paid to write about this to validate the thing that I already have decided (laughs) that I'm going to like. And if they don't, then, well, whatever, I'll go and make as much noise about it as possible. Uh huh. So, yeah, I mean, it just, it just goes back to you don't need somebody's permission to think something is good.
1: So, you know, plaid suits, unicycles, Crash Bash. Kids, you were born this way. <laughs> Be
0: proud. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, if that if, if Crash Bash <laughs> was next to uh, Crash Team Racing and you bought Crash Bash over, I will have to uh, cast an askance uh, look at you because Crash Team Racing was actually really good.
1: To, oh my gosh! That that I love that game more than Mario Kart, hands down. <laughs> okay, hands I, just, down. I just
0: wanted to make sure I didn't want you to I didn't want you to go through thinking that all 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 Crash derivative titles. Uh,
1: no, were... that was that was Naughty Dog developed, though. I'm almost certain. Yes, it was. Um, which plays to their their cycle, it seems, of uh, three three um, regular mainstream games and then a, a knockoff racer in house <laughs> and crappy spinoffs out of house yeah did it with uh did it with crash did it with jack and and jack x the racing game was actually pretty solid mm-hmm. um and uh we'll we'll see I, i'm not sure what a naughty dog kart racer or excuse me a, an uncharted kart racer would look like
0: uh, <laughs> i don't know enough about the series out. to make a joke
1: oh it's it, well it's it's you know hyper realistic and, and a beautiful game and i, I can't picture you know running through it with oversized heads and throwing turtle shells or something at each other.
0: It's just every, every level, every, every course, it's just you as Nathan Drake in a train and then the train crashes.
1: Yeah. That, which that's I all mean, I know. <laughs> I'd play it. It might be a game that's firmly in the category of this discussion topic, but I'd play okay.
0: it. There we go so yeah thank you so much everybody who responded to that uh you know be sure to keep an ear to the ground for next week's discussion question and uh you know we always we always appreciate your participation because honestly the things that we have to say probably aren't as interesting as the things you have to say all right let's uh let's let's button it up hmm <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us for episode number one hundred and fourteen of Stand Under the Don't Tree and Riddle Me This, a podcast about video games. Now, uh, what can they do, uh, Dennis? I think they can go to don'ttreeriddle dot I think they have to. I think they have to. Seriously, it's compulsory. We I actually, you with explosives in your sleep? <laughs> like literally, I think go in online. order in order in order to get to this uh, show, you have to, um, you know you have to go to com. in most cases. There you can find a link to the show on iTunes. That is the primary distribution uh, channel for this. You don't have to use iTunes. You can also subscribe via RSS. If you have a Google Android phone, you can download Listen um, and uh, uh, Listen that way, which is really good. Uh, One thing we haven't mentioned in a while is if you have any thoughts um, or if you have something we want to talk about, if you want us to uh, read a letter on the air, you can... um, send us a letter at don't tree riddle at duckfeed.tv. TV. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. What's that? Oh, you didn't know. Oh, cuz I didn't tell you. Yeah, check out <laughs> duckfeed.tv. There's a uh, uh by the time this goes up, there'll be a little uh, there'll be something there at the very least, but duckfeed is the uh um the conglomerated feed around which all of my podcast and production content will uh, will uh will su- you know, suffice. It's a network it's a production uh label all of that good stuff uh don't ask about the name it'll be on the site don't worry um so you can check it out there um you know every you know all the shows will have theirs as well as you know cole at duckbeat.tv if you uh if you want to give me work um that'd be neat (laughs) oh yeah so all of that you can follow us on twitter too um i am at cole ross Mm -hmm. And I am at D Furia. And if you want to follow Ben, he is at Merkalizer. If you want to follow the show itself, we are at DTR podcast. And since I sense that the, uh, that the uh, uh, housekeeping stuff is going on just a little bit too long. Let's, uh, let's, let's wrap it up. So I'm going to say thanks again so much for listening. You know, it's uh, it's, it's fantastic that you're paying attention to us. It's fantastic that you're putting up with our silliness. Uh, Maybe you're here for the silliness. I don't know, but uh, for stand under the don't tree and riddle me this, this has been Cole Ross. And Dennis Furia. And, uh, and uh, just, uh, just put a bunch of different random words together. Flower, sun, rain. It all doesn't matter. Don't true riddle. Wait a minute. Oh, God. <laughs> We've cracked the code. I think that means we have to stop forever. <laughs> Goodbye.